Brought to you by the WZIP sports team, this is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. I didn't really plan to ask this, but since you brought it up, what's it like kind of having like your own meme? Like, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Exclusive original content. He crosses paths with another best in the world. Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Oh, that gets me excited. And of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you don't like football. Well, I say I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise the Steelers. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) So get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sports Power Talk is in overtime, and today we will be talking about the sport that is very near and dear to my heart, it's near and dear to my analyst's heart, and of course, it's near and dear to your heart if you're listening to this, and that sport is professional wrestling. I am your host, Logan Buchanan, and today I am joined by Alex Henry. How are you doing today, Alex? Logan, I'm, I'm a little tired coming back from the Baltimore trip, but man, I am excited for Crown Jewel. Yeah, shout out to the CBI Awards. I mean, we both went, and it was phenomenal. Can't wait to see what they do next year. Uh, But today, it's time. Of course, we are recording this on October 31st, uh, the day of Raw. So we will be predicting Raw as well as SmackDown and Crown Jewel. Um, To start us off, we have Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross made her surprising return last week, diving on to... A bunch of the women. What's your opinion on Nikki Cross and her coming back? Uh, I like to see it, uh, Logan. I like Nikki Cross. And honestly, the best part about it is just adding more depth to the women's roster in uh, WWE right now. Um, Because at some points with certain champions on the roster, it seems that things can get stale. Mm -hmm. So I like seeing fresh and new faces so I like it yeah I was a little shocked because the biggest part about Raw's women division that they're lacking in is female faces that are viable challengers and then they bring in Nikki Cross and she's a heel I don't really understand it I mean it gives Bianca maybe another opponent I uh if she loses to Bailey maybe later on I'm not sure Uh, I do think it's a really good talent getting her back away from the superhero gimmick I was never a big fan of that I don't know your opinions on the almost a superhero Nikki A.S.H. No comment. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I, I respect that. Um, but who do you have in this match against uh, it's Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross in a non-title match? That's a big part. Uh, I, I see Bianca winning here, um, especially knowing that she's going in to Crown Jewel. I like Bianca here just in getting a win, getting her name out there, and maybe – Something happening after the match, before the match, during the match with Bailey. I don't know, but I do like uh, Bianca here. No, that's that's a respectable pick. I actually have Nikki Cross winning um, to send Bianca with a big chip on her shoulder to Crown Jewel. Plus, it's her first match back. I mean, we saw Emma uh, return last Friday, and she lost. And I kind of thought that was a weird decision. Kind mm-hmm. of understand it, kind of don't. I mean, it was an open challenge for the title, which is why I think it's more viable then Nikki Cross wins this since it is not title. That's um, true. Plus, you could get you could get damage control to come in and you know run rough shot on Bianca to help her lose. Uh, but moving on, Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, will be making an appearance. Where do you see him? Wh- why is he on Raw? What do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, there's so many things, Logan, going on with everything. Whether it's with the Usos mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, you know, hey. 
guys, are we in this together? Or yeah. do we have some people out of the pack? Not feeling Uzi. Yeah, and then we, are, we, are we feeling Uzi or are we not feeling Uzi? That's, that's the question. But obviously, I mean, Roman has a big match coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that that's his, where his mind's at. He's got to be focused on the match. But there are a lot of outside distractions right now. So we'll definitely see how that appearance works out. For sure. And I noticed when looking, I was looking at the cards, and I noticed specifically it said Roman Reigns will be making an appearance, not the bloodline. Mm. So do you see the bloodline coming with him? Or maybe they have to stay home. Maybe that's the punishment. Stay home. Figure it out. Interesting. I, it's hard. And the thing is, Logan, it's hard to see Roman Reigns without the bloodline Absolutely. being there. So I do see the bloodline being there. But uh, if not, I mean, that's even better, I think. Uh, Roman's obviously gotten better in his promo skills and mm. his years of being in professional wrestling where he started off pretty weak, John Cena making fun of him in the <laughs> ring to a point where he can cut a really good promo now. Uh, so either way, I think it's going to be good. Um, it's just kind of what is the story that they want to build going in to this weekend. For sure, and I think it'd be really cool if we get to see a face-to-face with Logan without the bloodline, one-on-one. I'd like it. Um, Maybe the bloodline's, like, in the back or, you know, in the wings waiting to jump Logan, but a face-to-face to to Roman and Logan going into the go-home show of Raw is probably the best thing they can do for this story. Now, here's an idea, Logan. I mean, talk about the bloodline, Mm -hmm. right? Jake Paul just beat... Anderson Silva this weekend. I was going to bring that up later. Um, (laughs) And, you know, maybe Logan has Jake with him and says, hey, you got your bloodline, I got mine. My bloodline. Not only am I good, but my brother's also a 6 or 7 and no boxer who's beaten some of the best. I believe 6 and no now. And, I mean, I I kind of, like, don't want to see it, but I would love to see a face-off between Jake Paul and Sami Zayn, <laughs> the two problem childs right. of each bloodline. Yep. Can we call Sami Zayn the problem child of the bloodline, or is that Jey Uso? That's Jey Uso. That's Jey Uso, That's not Jey. feeling you see? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to from Goat to Beast, Brock Lesnar will also be making an appearance. Do you think he's going to maybe call out Bobby Lashley, or maybe it's a brawl? Where do you see this segment going? I love Brock Lesnar. Mm. So whatever he does, I have faith in him. In terms of him appearing tonight, I don't know. But what I do know what's been happening on Raw a lot is they're setting up storylines for after Mm pay-per-views. And they'll do that like the Monday Night Raw. So honestly, it might not have anything to do with Bobby Lashley. Maybe Brock comes out wanting it to be about Bobby Lashley, Mm -hmm. and it ends up, Somebody else comes out and says, Brock, I want you, blah, blah, and that sets up the next storyline because that's kind of how Triple H has been doing it, not mm-hmm. every single storyline. But when you look at Seth, for example, um, you look at um, the Judgment Day, yeah. and that's kind of how they've been setting up. So maybe it's something like that. I can see that. Uh, but I just I'd, – I'd love a good brawl. I'm a sucker for Brock Lesnar, and so what I think would be best is he comes out on Raw and says, you know what? Open challenge. Anybody from that back can come at me, and I have three names, and I want to see who you would think would be the best because I want this match to be wrestling. It's a wrestling match. So I got Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, or Chad Gable, all three collegiate wrestlers. Shelton Mm. Benjamin has been slated as better than Brock Lesnar. I mean, Dolph Ziggler obviously has uh, the most pins or most wins in Kent State. can't remember off the top of my head. And Chad Gable's an Olympian. Right. 
which out of those three would you think would be the best fit going into the Bobby Lashley match? Well, Brock wants to show dominance, right? So who's, like, the biggest guy? Kind of neither, like, any of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe Shelton is the tallest, and Gable's (laughs) maybe the, like, most built. Yeah. Um, So maybe Gable. I think that'd be cool. Uh, I don't hate that idea at all, and I'd I'd go with Gable because he's just goofy. And uh, Otis is already kind of that's what fighting I was, tonight. That's what I was gonna say. As I well. I wanted uh, I was thinking Gable off the rip, but because there is the Otis segment, I don't know if Gable's gonna be preoccupied. And then I remembered Shelton and Brock came up together in OVW. Um, they had that little spot in the 2020 Royal Rumble where Brock was like dominating, and then Shelton came out and they hugged and whatever, and then he threw him out. Uh, so I think it'd be a nice little like short story. You know what I'm talking about? Like, For sure. Like they have history, right? And it's a one-off thing that builds to the pay-per-view. Sure. Uh, moving on to the final announced match for Raw is the Trick or Street Fight Riddle versus Otis. Uh, I believe we've only seen one other named Trick or Street Fight, and that contained Baron Corbin among with some others. Who do you got and why? Riddle. Riddle's the face. There's got to be some happy things to happen on this trick-or-treat. we got to remember the kids, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I would say Riddle here, and I think it's going to be a very fun fight that doesn't mean anything. If they do make it into something that they could build on, then shout-out to Triple H, right? <laughs> but uh, I just, I'm just expecting entertainment. It's sports yeah. entertainment uh, after all. And I see Riddle winning, and I see Otis doing some silly things. <laughs> Maybe getting distracted by candy. I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> um, but I would have to go with Riddle here. I do have to agree with you that I think Riddle picks up the win. It's it's Halloween. It's the happy, you know, Riddle is probably the happiest member right. of the roster. Right. So to have him win, um, I also had the image of big man Otis with a jack-o'-lantern on his head <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> at one point. Um I just I think it's gonna be slapstick fun, um, and hopefully I don't know where Riddle goes from this, but I don't think he needs to go anywhere from Probably this. Probably nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to SmackDown predictions. First off, I'm gonna throw it to you with the Intercontinental Championship match: Gunther versus Rey Mysterio. Obviously, after Dominic Mysterio turned on his father, Rey didn't want to fight him, and so he got moved to SmackDown. Triple H gave him the opportunity, and he won the Fatal 4-Way to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Big David and Goliath match. Alex, who do you have going into Crown Jewel? It's so hard for me because I think Rey Mysterio is so, so, so still involved with this Judgment Day storyline, and I don't know where they go if Ray wins the IC title, but I see Ray winning the IC title, but that means now he is going to be a defending champion and he's going to have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And does that tie in with Judgment Day? Maybe so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But because of that, I see um, I see Gunther winning, and the idea maybe is beating Ray down even more than he has already been beaten Yeah. Uh, to just bury, bury, bury him as much as they can to when eventually he can build up. Mm-hmm. That's what they can do. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. I think that Gunther should beat Rey Mysterio because, one, Rey also has to worry about Imperium. You know, you have Kaiser and uh, Vinci off in the wings somewhere. That's right. You have 
the thoughts of his son. Maybe Dominic makes an appearance. Like, no, you're not going to run away and win a championship. You're not going to do that. Um, that could even set into the story. Because I, I feel like Triple H is so articulate at what he does. He would not have moved Ray over here if not to build on the storyline that he's already started. Right. Uh, so I have Gunther winning. I also just don't see – I don't see – Gunther as a character without a championship, you know, he's right. the dominant champion. So if he loses the IC title, does he then dethrone Roman Reigns? Right now, I don't see that. No. So I see him holding the IC title maybe until Rumble, maybe till Mania, even. Uh, so that's pretty cut and dry. Moving on to the no DQ match, insane Liv Morgan. She's been going off all these backstage segments. Now we'll face Sonya Deville. Who do you have? Do you think? Liv's just going to snap in this match, like fully snap? Or you think we may, like, she may start to sympathize a little bit? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Liv Morgan is going to snap. Do I love what they're doing with Liv Morgan right now? Yes, I love it. It is great. And no, what better match than a no DQ match to say, hey, this time I'm going to do everything I've already been doing, but regulate it. Um, <laughs> And I, I I love it. And obviously, on Friday there was um, Uncle Howdy. Yes. I think was with Bray Wyatt, right? And who knows what that could be? I still have my my theories, and Liv Morgan has something to do with all of this um, because of just the dark twist that she's just suddenly taken out of nowhere For with sure. no explanation yet. Mm -hmm. So. I um I maybe hopefully see something tie in. It's just that's all that that storyline's been is just puzzle pieces before Bray Wyatt had even returned. Oh yeah, it has just been puzzle piece, puzzle piece, puzzle piece. So maybe I get another piece to the puzzle on SmackDown. That's where they've been doing it. Um, I don't see um, Liv Morgan losing this. this no, match. I I do love those those texts while I'm watching SmackDown. Like, did you just see this? It has to mean this. Like your right. little conspiracy theory magnifying glass trying to find every little detail i love it um Liv morgan when when she was defending the belt against ronda i remember us both saying it feels a little stale right now yeah and you know we said i trust we both trust triple h we trust where they're going with it and look at where that trust got us she has been consistently one of the better parts of smackdown each and every week uh, and i don't see that changing also sonya deville who is Sonya Deville at this point? Like she's <laughs> she's just the one to lay down uh, at the end of the match. So Liv Morgan, I hope we see some bigger moves out of her. I love that diving senton through the tables, but maybe she does a diving senton through a ladder or something right. like that um, to win the match. Obviously, Liv Morgan. And to move on, uh, I I kind of didn't want to add this match, but I think it ties in nice because uh, we will not be talking about Ronda Rousey since she is not defending her title at Crown Jewel. Shayna Baszler versus Natalia last week. Shayna Baszler attacked Natalia from behind, choking her out with Ronda Rousey standing beside her. They then walked off very buddy-buddy right now. Where do you see Shayna going from this whole situation? Very confused, honestly. I'm still kind of trying to figure out what they're doing with Ronda to even begin with. Mm -hmm. um, I like how they're trying to bring in Shayna, at least bring in something to work off of, right? Not just Ronda beating Emma and Ronda doing this and mm -hmm. doing that until she cannot be done champion anymore. Hopefully sure. that's the goal. Uh, and I do like Ronda more than the average person too. Um, 
But I mean, I see Shayna winning just because why would Natalia? Win? <laughs> that that seems to be a trend right now, doesn't it? Why would she win? Yeah, I I also have Shayna winning. I predicted last time that Shayna Baszler should be the next SmackDown Women's Champion, and with her alliance with Ronda right now, I think they are going to run through the division, run through everybody. Each and every person is going to be either choked out by Shayna or made to submit by Ronda until the only two people who can fight each other is Ronda and Shayna. And I see Shayna, you know, we see it in, the, in combat sports all the time, two people who are buddy buddies, mm-hmm. but to get that gold, you'll, you'll fight anybody to sure. be the number one. You'll fight anybody to win that championship. So we're going to see, we've already seen a different side of Shayna, and I think she's going to grow into even more of a dominant I want to say Brock Lesnar figure. I think she could be the Brock Lesnar of the SmackDown and maybe the Raw women's, every, every women's division. She'll, she'll go to NXT if she wants to. Sure. So that finishes off SmackDown. We will be getting now into the meat of our podcast, the crown jewel predictions. I'm so excited, you know, crown jewel and any Saudi Arabia match. I don't know your opinions on them right off the bat, Alex, but for me personally, they're always lacking. They're always just that maybe one good match, the rest are garbage. What do you think about the Saudi Arabia matches? I could miss it mm. and not miss anything. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Um, so I'm right on the same page with you. Yeah, but looking at this card, I mean, before we even get into it, just looking at the names involved, the types of matches, the booking leading up to it, this is not a B-level pay-per-view, in my no. opinion. This is like maybe an A-, minus, maybe an A. And... That's what we've been seeing out of Triple H ever since he took over. Banger. I, I don't mean to quote Seamus here, but banger after banger after banger. It's every pay-per-view. Yeah. It, it, and it builds. Like, the first match, the next match is better. The next match is better. The next match is better. And he's been doing that with the pay-per-view. So, you know, when we get to WrestleMania, when we get to Royal Rumble, who knows where we are? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... He's getting to the level where it's every single match is five stars. Maybe not in Dave Meltzer's opinion, but in our opinions. Sure. So to start us off, we have the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and the never open weight champion, Carl Anderson. And if you don't know what that title is, it's a New Japan Pro Wrestling title. He's the New Japan Pro Wrestling never open weight title. And he's wrestling in WWE. That's insane. We'll talk about that in a little bit. They will be fighting against the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Of course, with Rhea Ripley in their corner. Alex, I know you're a huge fan of Judgment Day, but who you got? And how do you feel about Carl Anderson still being the Never Open Weight Champion? It's so cool that um, there's that WWE is open to having their contracted wrestlers fight on other cards. It's not happening all the time. Um, I don't want it to happen all the time, but in certain instances, I think it's really cool. Yes, to answer your question, I do really, really love the Judgment Day. Mm -hmm. I like everybody in it. I think it's great. I think it was probably the best thing for Dominic's career, honestly, because I'm thinking like he was getting really boring. Mm -hmm. So like this is just like makes me actually care about when he talks or when he's in the ring. But here's the thing, Logan. I, I'm going to bring it back to the storyline in my head is still Rey Mysterio, Dominic oriented. And that's how they make it. Yeah. They, they come out and they rip on Rey still and how Dominic's the new Eddie Guerrero. And then other well, people. Well, Eddie Guerrero was 
the Dominic Mysterio of his generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he comes back, and that's what they do. They come in, and then other people get involved with mm-hmm. them. But they're still very much, right, right, right. So, with that being said, I see OC winning. Mm-hmm. One, because why reunite too sweet to just <laughs> have them lose? I think that that would be really lame to just – it's kind of like – I don't know. Just, I don't like when, oh, my goodness, new tag team gets reunited. Oh, my goodness, they're going to have a new match. Oh, they lost. I, I really don't like They'll that. They'll get them next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see the push, and I don't know how it happens. Mm-hmm. But I do see OC um, two-sweeting their way to victory. <laughs> now – a uh, cool fact to know is this is the first match to feature all members of the OC in WWE since WrestleMania 36 when AJ Styles lost to The Undertaker in the Boneyard match in his farewell match. That's insane to me. I mean, yeah. the OC, because I was a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan. I love New Japan. So watching uh, the Bullet Club, you know, they were the OC. They were. And... To have them reunited in WWE, it's it's night and day. I mean, mm-hmm. AJ Styles was not the same without Gallows and Anderson in WWE. They just he just wasn't. I I mean, I kind of liked his stuff with Omos, and then his feud with Edge was good, but he's it just I don't know about you, but it's felt like he's been floundering. It gave him new breath. Yes, for sure. yes, for sure. And so on your part, where you you said you don't know how they win, I think I do. I think they may be introducing a female member to the OC. Let's do it. You know, uh, last week on Raw, Gallows and uh, Anderson had their not-so-delicate uh, parts hit by Rhea Ripley. And right. so they were kind of out of commission, and they said they were going to make a plan to deal with Ripley. Whether that happens tonight on Raw or at Crown Jewel, I do think they are going to have some back-out, back-out, back-up uh, in the form of a female member. Who that is, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe a returning person. Maybe right. Alexa Bliss. Throw her in. That would be sure. kind of cool. Um, but they will have that presence to then beat the Judgment Day. And the Judgment Day, they just don't really need the win right now. You know, they're the Judgment Day. Yeah. They're they're going to be dominant. They're going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we do both agree on that. I hate agreeing with you, Alex. But, you know, we'll move on. Uh, to two Goliaths, two Goliaths, Braun Strowman standing at 6'8", versus Omos standing at 7'3", with uh, MVP in his corner. Is the ring going to survive this match? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, man, it's like Andre the Giant and uh, Andre the Giant, yeah. Like, that's literally, like, all the way back in the 80s type beat that I'm WrestleMania getting. WrestleMania 1. Yeah, that's how I feel with this match. Uh, in terms of prediction here, Strowman will win. Mm. I 100% believe that Strowman will win strictly because I'm tired of Omos. I think <laughs> he just he's like what Andre the Giant, not, whoa, um, the great Ali was when he was like on his way out, and it's just like boring to me. Yeah. And... With that being said, Braun Strowman's on the in, coming back. Omos is on the out. Who's gonna? It's literally the battle of who's the better big man, right? Yeah. So if WWE is trying to push Braun Strowman, why have him lose this match if he, you're gonna make him your new big man? For sure. And I've been in the Raw crowd, 
and watching Braun Strowman walk that entranceway, it's like my neck was almost about to break trying to look up at him. It is He's an enormous man. And so looking at Omos, who's seven inches taller than him, it's, crazy. it's insane. But you bring up the great point that Braun Strowman, he doesn't move like a big man. No. He moves like a Chad Gable, like a ricochet. Like, But he also has the power of an Omos. He's what... He's like if Andre the Giant and Ricochet had a child. And that's Braun Strowman. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. I'm not. No. Uh, so I do think we both agree that Braun Strowman dominant, dominantly beating Omos. I think like a squash match. Yeah, I think maybe Omos has his moments. But towards like the last five minutes, you're, it's not going to be a comeback. It's going to be Braun Strowman was dominating him. And yep. When do I want to pin him? Yeah, running power bomb after or running power slam after running power right. slam. Uh, easy prediction. Now on to a bit of a harder one: Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Two Goliaths in their own right. This is gonna be a clinic, and I know you're a huge fan of both of them. So let me hear it, Alex. I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar here. Um, I, I it's kind of all goes back to the thing. What what did Vince do poorly? He mm-hmm. brought in new talent. Just to bury them. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is not new talent, but he returned, right? And he returned for a reason. Obviously, I got to see what happens on Raw tonight. Yep. I don't know what Raw is going to be. So that, I mean, that really does impact my pick quite a lot. But if I, if you're asking me to pick right now, um, the Monday morning before Raw, mm-hmm. I will go with Brock Lesnar. Interesting, interesting. And you know, Whenever I see a card and I see Brock Lesnar versus somebody, I pick Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He's the beast. He's the conqueror. He eat, sleep, suplexes, repeat. I know you have the Suplex City shirt yourself, mm-hmm. so you're a big believer. But I think I got to give the edge to Bobby Lashley. Mm. I think I do. I know, you know, he just lost the title to Seth because of Brock Lesnar. And we saw how dominant Brock was, but... but we also saw how dominant Bobby was last week. Bobby can be as dominant and as beastly as Brock Lesnar. And if you want to build Bobby as maybe the next Brock Lesnar, the next, the almighty, the final boss to beat, have him beat the final boss that has been final bossing since 2012. Mm-hmm. Beat Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar doesn't need a win. You said he hasn't won in a while. He hasn't won since WrestleMania. He doesn't need it. He's Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley needs this win. Does he? I think he does. I think if you want him to still remain credible and still remain either a likable face or a hateable heel, he needs this win. I don't think he does, especially if they build on the storyline and they, it's just not a one and done after Saturday in Saudi Arabia, then I think it's very viable that Brock can beat Bobby, and Bobby still be just as fine as if Bobby beat Brock. Hmm. Interesting. We this is our first disagreement. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, moving on, we have a steel cage match: Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Of course, with Scarlett somewhere in the corner. This is going to be insane. We saw them at Extreme Rules in the strap match. Now they're going to be locked inside of a steel cage. This was probably my hardest one to to predict. What about you, Alex? Well, yes. I mean, the idea is, hey, this is in a cage. There's no distractions now, mm-hmm. right? So who 
this is truly who's going to be the better guy without somebody else getting involved, right? Because nobody can get involved in a steel cage match. <laughs> no one's ever gotten involved in a steel cage <laughs> no, match. No, we've never seen that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it makes it hard to pick, especially considering how we both think that it's time for Karrion Cross push. But also, is it time for Drew McIntyre Barry? I don't it, – it, it, all these factors have to tie in. <sighs> At the end of the day – if you're asking me to pick, I'm going with Cross here. Wow. I think he goes back-to-back versus McIntyre, and I think that gives him the push. It might be a tainted win. Mm-hmm. It might be. And I'm going to be okay with that if that is what happens. It's not what I want to happen, but I think it, it's weird because I didn't expect them to have any more matches. I kind of thought it would already be over after Extreme Rules, right? But I get why they're doing it. Fine. But in my head, I was so much. I'm still so convinced that it's time to push Kerry and Cross. Mm-hmm. So if Drew McIntyre beats him now, then now what? Like, what is the idea there? I don't. I don't get it. Um, I really like Kerry, Kerry and Cross. And despite who wins, I think this match is going to be awesome. Oh, absolutely! And I think the spots are going to be great. The wrestling is going to be spot on. So I'm just excited to look and watch this match. Mm-hmm. But yes, Logan, if you're asking me to pick, I'm going with Kerry and. Cross, you know, I'm 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 kind of sighing right now because I want Karrion Cross to win, but I had to do a bit of fantasy booking. I had to. Going back into my knowledge of steel cage matches, I went to my favorite steel cage match, and that is Jeff Hardy versus Johnny Nitro for the IC title. Johnny Nitro, also known as John Morrison. Have you seen this match, Alex? Maybe. Okay, let me explain the finish to you real quick. Johnny Nitro and Hardy are fighting on top of the cage. All of a sudden, Johnny throws Jeff Hardy to the ground, and he's about to get out. All of a sudden, Jeff kicks the door of the steel cage out and crotches Johnny Nitro. He's stuck there, and Jeff walks out. So I see something similar happening. Cross and Drew are fighting. They're trying to get out. They're trying to get out. All of a sudden, headbutt. Cross goes out, and Drew falls to the floor to Mm. get the win. That keeps Cross a little strong because Drew is going to fall back almost as if he fainted. Almost as if that took as much out of him right. as it sent to Karrion Cross. That keeps Cross still as a viable threat. You know, Scarlet doesn't have to get involved, but it gives Drew that win. Because this is not the time to bury Drew. Although I don't think he will get buried if he loses. This is, in the eyes of a casual fan, maybe it would. So I do think Drew needs this win, and that's how I would book it to keep both men looking safe. Yeah, I, I actually was thinking that if Drew loses, I think it might be cool if he did something with Rey Mysterio. Um, and I don't think that would bury him in any way. But I just think that would be a really cool feud to watch in the meantime as Judgment Day stuff gets figured out mm-hmm. um, because he is so much bigger than Rey. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool. Um, so if that would happen, I don't think it would bury uh, McIntyre. But, yeah, I mean, I don't hate that booking. No, and I mean, I, I will always uh, root for Karrion Cross. He is, you know, TikTok. Doomsday is coming. So right. whether he loses or whether he wins, he will win in the end. Yeah. Moving on to the tag team championship match, the Usos versus Ridge Holland and Butch. Alex, you think Jay's going to feel Usy going into this match? I hope so. I mean, he's got to be feeling Usy. Look, they're at... 460-something-odd days. 462 and counting. 462 and counting. And the New Days is like 
something. Four hundred eighty-three. There we go. Look at me. Look at me <laughs> off the top of my uh, top of my brain. So look, they want to beat that record. They're gonna have to win. I don't look, Logan. You really did not see the Brutes winning um, on our last podcast, I and I didn't blame you for not seeing it. My whole basis was, well, I don't see Seamus losing a lot. And <laughs> I'm, gonna pick, I'm gonna pick them. Um, but really, now that they're here in a tag team title shot. I definitely can say that I don't see them losing, uh, or that I don't see them winning. Sorry. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um, Ooh, my heart. Um, yeah, I definitely don't see them winning. I know there is a lot of drama between Jimmy J, Sammy, uh, whatever. I I just don't see how it happens that they just so happen to lose their titles now. Um, so I will go with the Usos for sure. And I mean, you could argue that maybe Sammy will. Uh, Swerve, Jay Uso, and that Ridge and Butch could pick up the win. But when you also have Solo out there, and Sammy loves Jimmy, mm-hmm. so why would he make Jimmy lose? Mm-hmm. He's not. The The bloodline is thicker than thieves, thicker than water, thicker than blood. They are the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And if the Usos never lose those tag team titles, I'd be okay with it. You know? Yeah. Won't be too upset about it. Um but if they have to lose, please don't make it against Ridge Holland and an unnamed Pete Dunn Butch. Not the time. Not out the of, time, not the place. Yeah, out of everything in this entire card, I would be the most disappointed if Ridge Holland and Butch won this match. Like, yes. I would literally probably turn off my TV and not, <laughs> and not finish watching. You know, I've never turned off a Saudi Arabia show, and this – if they won, it's definitely not the worst thing I would have seen. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've seen Goldberg true. beat the Fiend and the awful, awful Brothers of Destruction versus DX match. Yeah, I don't even think about it. that match. Doesn't even count. Not even thinking yeah. about it. Um, but yes, we both take the Usos. Now I gotta ask: Do you think they beat New Day's record, or do you think maybe New Day stops them? I don't want them to. I genuinely think New Day's run should be considered the greatest tag team run of all time mm-hmm. because it was oh no literally what they did is so much better than what the usos are doing right now mm-hmm. and that is to discredit the usos i, <laughs> I it, it is the usos are only having their run because it's to show the power of the bloodline that's it that's the whole basis of the entire run which is fine because mm-hmm. it shows how powerful the bloodline is but if you're gonna beat the record just to show how powerful your bloodline is compared to what New Day was able to do. I mean, and and think about when New Day was doing it. I believe in 2016, they were facing guys like Sheamus and Cesaro, mm-hmm. guys like Enzo and Cass, Gallows and Anderson, all these top tier names. The Usos, mm-hmm. top tier names, and the Usos have been facing Ridge Holland, yeah, and Butch, right, and. You know, there's sometimes where they don't even defend the titles. Most times. Yeah. yeah. So I completely agree with you, although I do think the Usos are up there as legendary teams. Right. This reign hasn't been it. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and I don't know how they lose the belts because they're going to have to do it soon. We've seen some title changes on Raw recently. Mm-hmm. So maybe they, they have a, a they SmackDown have, title change? They have, if, if my math is correct, about 21 days yeah. to lose. Yeah. For the record to still stand for the new day. So they got to – Kingston and Woods, they got to get their act together. They got to right. get up there. Yeah. Um, moving on to our co-main event, a Raw Women's Championship last women's standing match. Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Bailey 
with damage control most likely in her corner. Who do you got? Bailey. Wow, still. Yeah, man. I, I've had a change of heart. I'm going to say I had a change of heart. I like the idea of Bailey having the belt now. Remember last podcast when I was all like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't really like Bailey and Dakota and Sky and all have of that. Have they proven you wrong? They have. Oh, oh, <laughs> you've, you've seen the light. You've seen the light. Just Well, because they've been able to build it good. They truly have. So so after Extreme Rules, what they've been able to do, I've kind of been like, oh, I, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I see the vision. So now I see this vision. And in that vision, I see Bailey being the champion. So now if Bailey doesn't win the championship, now I'm going to be extra confused <laughs> in my brain and not know what to think because I'm just finally getting on this whole train. Um, it's a last woman standing match too, which is so good. Um, and there's so many different opportunities for spots mm-hmm. to maybe keep Bianca down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with this all being said, I – think Bianca is going to be fine yeah and I think Bianca continues to be great and probably will be like the Wrestlemania women's match for the title when Mm -hmm. it comes to that time but uh right now at Crown Jewel I see Bailey winning wow and I mean we must be in bizarro times right now because I'm actually going with Bianca Belair Mm, you know wow not a huge supporter but let's look at this from a from a standpoint, right? Bailey has been performing without the championship. She doesn't need it. Bianca kind of needs it. Plus, you add in the fact that look at how many heels they're putting in. You mm-hmm. know, Nikki Cross is now a contender for that title. Is Nikki Cross a heel going to face Bailey? A heel? Mm-hmm. Not going to be as good a match as Nikki Cross, a heel facing Bianca Belair, a face. That leads us, maybe that feud takes us to. Survivor Series, you know, Survivor Series, obviously, I think uh, Bianca's going to face Ronda or if she's lost the title by that point. Then after that, you can have the feud with Nikki. That leads you to Royal Rumble. Maybe Bailey wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Maybe that's the maybe that's the way they're going. Right. Um, but also going from a non-Kayfabe point, of course, Saudi Arabia has uh, restrictions on what women can do and all of that. So I think they may not even have Dakota and Io fly over there. Interesting. They may just have Bianca and Bailey. Well, that would change my pick. That would change it entirely because damage control is a huge part of Bailey's whole thing. Correct. Um, but I'm not sure if that is or not. But that's the only way I can see Bianca winning this because Eosky and Dakota Kai are such dominant. I don't even want to call them lackeys because they're not. They're the women, the tag, the women's tag team champions. They're. They've the best good. of the best, and they have looked good. Each segment they're in, you know, when they're facing off against Candice LeRae, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, and that camera movement. Can we talk about that real quick, where the camera guy got knocked down and they didn't have another camera guy ready? Like, that's real. Yeah. That feels real. Instead right. of having, oh, we have three backup cameras just yeah. in case something happens. No. no you're like, and you're you like, can't see my eyes right now. I did the whole little wide-eye shake head. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that again? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> That's exactly what I felt like. I, yeah. I mean, everything to do with damage control has been amazing. And would I like to see Bailey with a title? Yes. But how they're doing stuff right now, I can see them holding off for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it. I could be okay with a few more months of, as Bianca, with Bianca as champion. There we go. And I, Another point for me, 
and it'll tie in is I don't know if I see two faces taking the belts in the same night. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Well, to to end our predictions for Crown Jewel, the WWE Universal Championship match in God mode himself, Roman Reigns, my tribal chief, taking on the Maverick, Logan Paul. Alex, I'm going to throw it to you. Of course, you're a big Paul fan, as we did watch the Jake Paul fight the other night. Who you got? I mean, this match is so fun. It really is, because in, it happens in UFC a lot, where you just have, like, two fighters you really like just fighting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it might matter. Maybe it is maybe it is for a title. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's just like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be a really good match, and I'm just looking forward to it because it doesn't hurt anybody. Mm. Um, that's where I'm trying to go. You say, what? You don't think... Alex, you don't think if Logan Paul beats Roman Reigns, that doesn't hurt Roman Reigns? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I trust Triple H. Oh, yeah. Um, And if that is what would happen, how they built this match has been very good. You know, Mm -hmm. you had Roman Reigns come on uh, impulsive, and he was kind of buddy-buddy with Logan, and then Logan talked some smack, and then there's your promos, and then there's the uh, press conference. And now it's the whole, it only takes one punch. It only takes one punch. And it punch. does. We saw that with uh, when Jake Paul knocked down Anderson Silva. That one punch knocked him down. Roman could be looking at that. Yeah, and, you know, we even talked about, we had, like, this kind of debate conversation uh, a couple of days ago about who the, who's the greatest boxer of all time. Mm-hmm. I said Floyd Mayweather. Well, who fought Floyd Mayweather and didn't get knocked out? That would be Logan Paul. That would be. So, <laughs> you know, you, you tie in all these factors for me, though, oh, and Logan Paul's training with Shawn Michaels, right? Yes. Like, Logan Paul's literally training with the best well, of the Shawn best. Shawn Michaels, Hurricane Helms, uh, Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. Those are names that, even if you don't recognize, I mean, obviously everyone knows Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. but Helms and Gulak, they're the guys that are training people backstage. Right. They're the ones who are, you know, hey, let's look at that match that you just had. This is what you did wrong. Go fix it. Right. And if they're doing that with Logan Paul— that's got to be scary for Roman Reigns. Right. So, even though I say all these things and I kind of throw the alley-oop, like, oh, I'm going to pick Logan Paul. <laughs> I'm Swerve. Not, I'm not. Yep, I'm swerving you guys. I'm picking Roman Reigns here. And I just, I expect a great match. Logan Paul has proven in two matches, he's only had two, that he is literally, like, one of the, like, most athletic wrestlers on the roster and you got to figure that i mean some guys start in the indies at 16 Mm -hmm. and they don't even get a wwe contract (laughs) until 25 uh so think about how many matches you go in between there logan paul to have two and to already be frog splashing to the commentary table he was hitting hitting moonsaults in the training videos i saw yeah i mean he literally he's an athlete and you got to understand, Logan Paul, I mean, I don't know him personally. <laughs> Logan, if you'd like to meet, maybe we can arrange that. I don't know him personally, but from I do follow his podcast. I've been a yep. fan of his YouTube channel since I was a child. And Logan Paul, from what I see, he, WWE is his priority right now. Oh, yeah. And not saying a lot. He's got t- uh, stake in Prime, his his drink, his hydration He's got drink. Prime, YouTube. His YouTube career, his Pokemon cards. All, Impulsive. Yeah, all of these things. And Logan Paul's main priority on his social media, 
on his podcast every single time. He's bringing in wrestlers. He's bringing Shawn Michaels. he's talking about wrestling. This is his main priority. Mm-hmm. He's shown that. So I'm just expecting Logan Paul to do something great in the year 2023 when it comes to professional wrestling. And oh. it's just not right now. So I am going to take Roman Reigns. You know, I respect it. And I got to agree with you when talking about Logan Paul. When I first heard, you know... Logan Paul's going to have a match at WrestleMania. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's the YouTube, it's the Vine guy. Right. You know, that's how I – because I never followed Logan Paul. Sure. Even though we share a name, I never followed him. And so I was like, oh, the YouTuber, the Vine guy, well, he's in a tag team. So it may, it, it'll look fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him perform, and I was like, oh, okay, he knows what he's doing. He actually trained. And then he faced The Miz. And I'm like, oh, he knows what he's doing. And so I started looking into it, and I started watching his training videos. And the way he talks about wrestling is the exact same way you see guys like AJ Styles, like Finn Balor, like Edge. And those aren't small names. Those are legends in this industry. And Logan has the same outlook on it. Mm-hmm. He's putting in the work. Like you said, he's putting in time with Shawn Michaels. He's talking about it on social. Even when interviewing with people, when they're talking about Prime, he's bringing up wrestling. I mean, I saw a, a sideman video where they were doing, uh, the Tinder thing mm-hmm. and he had the WWE title and he was making right. jokes about WWE on the sideman channel. Right. It's all that goes through his head. And that's what you should be. You know, when bad bunny came in, all he thought about was wrestling. That's his entire point. And then he went on to do more music. Logan's doing the same thing. And I completely agree with you. I do see, is he going to be WWE champion? Who knows? But I will say I do see him holding a championship in 2023. That's not out of my reach to say. Well, we're at a point, Logan, where it used to be Jake Paul's a YouTube boxer. And now I think the past year people are like, oh, yeah, Jake Paul was a YouTuber. Yeah. Because everybody looks at him as a boxer. As the boxer. This is Logan Paul's wrestling era where you're going to hit a point and people are going to be like, oh, Logan Paul, the wrestler. Oh, yeah, he does have a YouTube channel, yeah. doesn't he? And that's, I'm like, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, obviously, if he loses this match and for that to happen, I need to see more matches on him, from him on SmackDown, right? Yes. Or Raw. I need to see him actually competing, not just at One pay-per-views. Else, yeah. um, and I think that's, I hope that's what they're planning. Triple H speaks so highly of him, and he speaks so highly of Triple H. Like you were mentioning, he's a uh, Triple well, Logan Paul is a student of the game. Absolutely. Like he's really just a student of learning wrestling. My only thing is I'm like, okay, Roman wins. What are we doing with Roman? Like, it's getting to the point where he's swept everybody, and I'm like, uh, at first I was like, why is he fighting Logan Paul? This doesn't make any sense. No, it makes 100% sense because who else? Yeah. Who else is there for him to fight? So I still see Roman Reigns winning with that even being said. Yeah. Um, and but I'm more just excited for what I'm going to see out of Logan Paul. Yeah, and I got to say, I, I kind of got to pat myself on the back. I kind of did call it at the Extreme Rules podcast where you were saying, what are they doing with Logan Paul and Roman Reigns? And I said, just hold on, because mm-hmm. he's a wild card. Right. And that's what Logan Paul is. One punch. One punch. He even has the wise man scared. Paul Heyman scared. So with that, I have to say that Logan Paul will be losing right. against my tribal chief, I will acknowledge him on air. My hand is in the air. I acknowledge you, Roman Reigns. You are my champion. 
You could be champion forever. I don't even care at this point. You've proven it day in and day out with the bloodline, without the bloodline, against Logan Paul, against Brock Lesnar, against everyone who comes his way. The tribal chief has put them down. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, for me, <laughs> if Logan Paul doesn't do it, which, by the way, let me ask you this question, Logan Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Let's say Logan Paul wins. Are you going to be upset? I'm not. I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be confused. <laughs> I'm going to be very confused because where does Logan Paul go? Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. And, you know, I'd be okay with it. I'm not even going to say I'm confused. Actually, I'd be okay with it because you know what Logan Paul would do instead of bringing around the fake WWE championship? He would go on the Tonight Show with the mm-hmm. WWE championship. He will go on YouTube championship. Uh, YouTube channels with the championship. Right. He's going to promote it. And everyone's going to be like, Logan Paul's the WWE champion? Mm-hmm. I thought he was just having fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, Jake Paul's just boxing random guys? He's just having fun. No, he's knocking out. And not knocking out. Knocking down Anderson Silva. Right. He's a boxer. If Logan Paul wins the WWE championship, I, w- I will say 100% he is a wrestler. Yeah. He is a professional wrestler. I could say it now, but that would solidify it 100%. Because, so, like, for me, I'm, I 100% agree with everything you just said. So, like, if Roman wins, and I'm going back to what I was saying, the only guy I see beating Roman is The Rock. Like, I, I want to see The Rock versus What about Roman. Cody? No. Cody could be coming back soon. No. You don't want to see Cody Rhodes? No, I'd love it. But I just... The people that Roman has beat, if Cody Rose comes back and he just comes back straight into the title, I wouldn't like it. But if they build it up pretty good, maybe. And and see, you had you had doubts about Logan Paul, but they built it good. They did, yeah, for sure. I think I, I, I even, but they were building Logan though. Like I don't want Cody to just come back from his injury and be like, hey, whatever. I'd love Cody to re- return at Royal Rumble. That's maybe where I'm win thinking. the Rumble. That's where I'm thinking. Maybe challenge Roman. That's cool. But like, dude, I just think him versus The Rock would be so much more legendary. And let The Rock have like all I want in professional wrestling is guys to be able to quit mm-hmm. <laughs> when your time's up. I mean, it happens in UFC so much more than <laughs> professional wrestling, but. It, it, I feel the same way about it in professional wrestling. When your time's up, your time's up. If there's going to be a time to let The Rock. Walk off into the sunset. Let him beat Roman. Let them figure out what they want to do with the title a couple months after. And then let The Rock be done. So he can only focus on Hollywood. Because I'm so tired of having to be like, oh, The Rock's still an option. Because he's never technically left wrestling yet. He's still technically just a wrestler that does Hollywood stuff. So, like, if he is ever going to come back, let him be the one. And he I mean, I even remember as a kid, I'm like, why would The Rock beat John Cena? He hasn't even been here in so mm-hmm. long. But it ended up working out really good, and it was really, really cool. So that's kind of how I feel about I, this. I don't, I don't agree. I really don't. Okay. I think if Roman and Rock fight, Roman wins and Rock goes off into the sunset. I don't see them, especially with Triple H, because it's not Vince. That's something Vince would do. Triple mm-hmm. H is not going to put a belt on a part-timer. Even though Roman is kind of a part-timer, I just kind of oxymoron myself. But he held mm-hmm. that before Triple H got in charge. I don't see Rock winning 
going away for a few months or maybe like raw appearances here and there and being like, well, now who's going to face the great one? And then Roman beats him again or Cody beats him or Seth beats him because that's meaningless. Mm -hmm. But Cody Rhodes beats Roman and you're like, Cody Rhodes is the guy. He's the man. Mm -hmm. Rock beats Roman. and It's like, well, it's the rock. Right. You know, it'd be like if John Cena came back and beat him. Well, it's John Cena. I'd be okay with that too, actually. I'd be okay. <laughs> I, I, I'd actually be pretty cool with that as well. So yeah, I disagree with you pretty strong here. Well, our opinions, <laughs> our opinions are very, are very different. Alex, I gotta ask you, please run through your predictions one more time. Who you got winning? Yeah, I got the OC taking out the Judgment Day. Braun Strowman showing that he is the big man uh, to be messed with in WWE. I got Brock Lesnar. Beating Bobby Lashley, carrying Cross, winning again versus Drew McIntyre. I'm gonna take the Usos, and if they don't win, I am—I uh, don't know. I'll start my own wrestling promotion. Oh, oh. Is, that, is that live on air? Is yeah, that what you're? I, I will start my own wrestling promotions and prove how tag teams need to be done. It's only gonna be tag team combat. I'd my, watch it. My, I'd watch it. In my promotion, you streaming on ESPN Plus or? Yes. Uh, no, ESPN Five. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right after um, uh, like. <laughs> Underwater basket weaving <laughs> will be my my wrestling promotion. Um, then I have Bailey winning somehow, and the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns taking his Universal Championship. All respectable picks. I also have the OC AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and the Never Open Weight Champion Carl Anderson beating the Judgment Day. Hopefully, adding a female member to it, whoever she may be. I also have Braun Strowman beating Omos to solidify himself as the biggest. Goliath there is in wrestling. I have Bobby Lashley beating Brock Lesnar uh, to solidify himself as the almighty. You know, he's the final boss now. If you want to beat someone and solidify yourself, it's Bobby Lashley. In the steel cage match, I have Drew McIntyre picking up the win over Karrion Cross while keeping some uh, stability of strength in Karrion Cross. For the tag team championship match, I have the Usos winning, continuing their legendary Almost record-breaking streak if they do not get defeated by the New Day here soon. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, last man standing, last woman standing match, my apologies. I have Bianca Belair picking up the win over Bayley. And for the WWE Universal Championship match, I have my tribal chief, Roman Reigns, defeating Logan Paul. Hopefully, I hope it's not a squash. I've heard some rumors that it may be a squash. I want Logan to look strong. I'm not a Logan hater. I want Logan Paul to look strong. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts, Alex? Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of pro wrestling and you really, really care, you'll, you'll understand what Logan Paul is doing for the promotion uh, and you'll understand what he's doing for the sport. I mean, honestly, he was part of the reason I got back into WWE. And what a time to be a fan yeah. of wrestling. Yeah, not the whole reason, but a part of it. But, uh, man, crowd jewel, this is the potential to be, like, card of the year so far. So yeah. let it be card of the year. Each each card since Triple H has taken over has been is this card of the year? Yeah, and each one has delivered. Uh, but that will do it for this episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. I hope you have all enjoyed this preview and our predictions of WWE's Crown Jewel. Once again, as your host, my name is Logan Buchanan, and today I was joined by Alex Henry. Please enjoy WWE Crown Jewel.